Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at WIJSF.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC. Good afternoon. This is Dr. Diva JC, and I am in gloomy Atlanta. It starts out bright and sunny, but by the afternoon, somehow it's always gloomy. Well, so be it. Now, you know that my life's work is bringing awareness to the world about the disparities and inequities of earnings by women musicians. My guest today, Melba Joyce, is a veteran of the stage. She has performed all over the world, and particularly she was invited to perform on the USO so I'm going to bring her in. Hi, Melba. Hello, Joan. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fine. It's just raining cats and dogs out here, though. It's just raining, raining, raining all morning. Oh, so it must be the weather everywhere because it's gloomy in Atlanta. Oh, really? Yes. Well, well, there's nothing we can do about that. (laughs) Well, we have rainy days. Into each life, some rain can fall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) That's right. Right. That's right. So, Melva, we are discussing today the disparities and inequities of earnings by women musicians. I know a lot of singers earn a lot more money than women musicians earn. What do you think about that? Well, I don't know. It's, it's you know we're all looking for work, and I'm grateful to get work whenever I can, and I'm grateful that other people can do it too. So we're all trying to get some of the pie, you know. And, I don't know what we can do about it. We just have to improve our crafts and make sure that we're recognized. But but how do we go about doing that? I mean, I know you organized the first Women in Jazz Festival in Harlem. Is that correct? Right. Uh-huh. And yeah, I organized... Right. And I organized the first Women in Jazz Festival in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, at the Broward Center and other places. And here we are, 
here I am, uh, 25 years later, still looking at the fact that the, I mean, is it that people don't want to pay entertainers? What is, what is the issue? I wish I could ask that question. You know, it could be a lot of things. I just got a call from a friend of mine who lives in Tobago, Trinidad, Tobago, and she's she's opening up a nightclub, and I was so grateful that she called me because she said, you know I want you to work there, so I'm really looking forward to going over there. So there are things that come and go, you know, and times are sometimes, you know, this is a bit, kind of business that's not, it's not steady. It's, it's, it's one day, it's great, and the next day it's, you know, it's profound, it seems almost. I don't know how to even it out except we need to do, if you're a singer, you need to know how to do everything that singers do. You know, you need to be able to sing country and western, you need to be able to sing jazz, you need to be able to sing everything. If somebody asks you to do a job, whatever it calls for, whatever music it calls for, you need to be prepared. Right. Well, you're well, on Spotify. Your music is on Spotify. I'm going to play a couple of minutes of a tune with Mel right. Joy. Okay. Yes, yes, thank you. Okay, just a moment, and here we go. Of you. 
and uh-huh. one of our I think... Huh? That's good. I I thought there was one already down there. Yeah, I thought it was one there. Well, there may be one. I know there was a Women in Jazz Festival when I was there in uh-huh. 2017. But Gail uh-huh. Johnson from Jazz in Pink, they will be there. And so, oh, great. Yeah, that um, is wonderful. That it sure is. On that festival, I'm so happy about that. So yeah. I think we just, you know, COVID probably put a wrench in a lot of people's careers. Don't you yeah, think? Yeah, slow down a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I see people coming back. I see groups promoting more. And we are going to be publishing the magazine this year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's it's been a wonderful trek to yes. fulfill our mission. So what are you doing in California? Are you have you been working? I've been I've been doing some work. I was very surprised. My friend Barbara Morrison, who just passed on, uh, has done some wonderful work in in California. I mean, she really has. And uh, she had had the city to recognize me. Now the city recognized me again. Uh, on November 17th, I got this. this I'll read this to you. It says, Jazz Zone, Jazz Abrasion. Congratulations on being selected to receive the Jazz Reading Legend Award. December 17th, 2022, Melbourne Joy at the Morningside Jazz Church Fellowship Hall on Crenshaw in Los Angeles. It was really a wonderful affair. There were about five people they celebrated, and it was just really nice. I was really grateful to be there and grateful to be remembered, you know? That's terrific. Yeah, that it was is wonderful. Terrific. So what yeah, are your what, what do you see for yourself? Now, well, I think I'm to continue. I'm, I'm just want to continue singing in any capacity I can, whether it's commercials, whether it's in church, whether it's jazz or blues or country, any any kind of music that wants me, I want it. I want to do it. I want to be familiar with all of it. Enjoy. It. I enjoy music so much. I was just born into it. My father was a singer. You know, my mother loved to sing. My grandmother sang and. My my grandmother studied opera, and she wanted to be an opera singer. My aunt Monette Moore, she was a singer, and she was she was studying opera also when we were in high school. But anyway, um, she opened a club in Harlem in a brownstone building, uh, and um, it's still open, I think. Yeah, it's it's on uh, I forgot my name where it's located, but um, it's really a nice place, a nice spot. I was there one night, um, and the guy was telling, trying to tell the history of it, and I said, you know, let me tell you something. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you about my aunt. You know, I called her my aunt because she's my mother's, my grandmother's best friend, and I had to straighten him out about a few things because he had some of his facts kind of mixed up, you know. Uh-huh. But you know, but it was really, it's really a nice place, and it's on the tourist list, and. Uh, and they bring buses of people by to listen to the music. It's really great. Right off Linux on 100, and, I think it's 130 something in in New York City. Uh huh. 
Okay. So the music is thriving, you know, and uh, jazz has been through a, a rough time where people didn't want to recognize it and give it its due, but it's, we've won. We, we're winning. We're still winning. So I'm, I'm, I'm not really worried about, it, you know, its survival because I know that it is. It's, I, I like I say about the Women's Jazz Festival, the one that I started the Steinberg Center for Research in Black Culture. Uh, it's been going on for 30 years. So they, they celebrated 30 years last year. So it shows you that it's really needed and really wanted because of the time it's, 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 it thrives all, all on its own. The girls, the ladies keep coming back and performing. I just want them to stay closer to jazz because some of the music I heard was not jazz. I mean, I was, I really wanted them to be more into mainstream jazz, you know. Well, the claim that jazz has evolved, you know. (laughs) Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Well, it's, I think it's evolved. It's been kind of watered down, you know. It's been kind of watered down. I don't think it necessarily changed because you can hear a horn play the same riff over and over and over and over and over again in the same key, and they call that mm-hmm. jazz, you know. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I don't think yeah. it's all. I think it just kind of laid there. <laughs> I don't Let's listen to some more. Let's play this one. Stop the building away.
Broadway show. <laughs> Which Broadway show? I'm trying to think of the name. You know, I haven't heard it so long. I have to think. It takes me for a minute to think about what okay. it is. Okay. It well, we have Broadway a caller. Show. You'll think about okay. it. We have a caller. Okay. Hello, six seven eight. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Hi, Melby. Hey, that Rita? Yes, how you doing? I'm doing fine, just fine. How you doing? Good, good, good. Good, real good, just, you know. So you and crazy, but that record, huh? yeah, that, that record sounded great, Melba. I thought I had heard everything. I never heard that. You know what? <laughs> I haven't heard that in so long. I was surprised to hear it, you know. Yeah, Where, where'd you really find it, Joan? <laughs> it's on Spotify. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Yes. On Spotify, there are 10 songs from Sea to Shining Sea, I guess. <laughs> oh, you know, they, that... that, that. You know, somebody has changed that because that that was not on Sea the Shining Sea. That was from a that was from a show and um, like a Broadway show. And um, I'm trying to think of the name of the, of the show it was in. Oh God! Well, My you memory. know you're you're on IMBD. You know what IMBD is for Run for the Dream. The Gail Devers show story. Gail Devers story. Yeah, I did. I was in that film. That was a film about the, you know, you the, the track. That did they use the your medal. song in that film, Melba? That that song you wrote for her was wonderful. Did they put uh, your song in that film? No, they didn't. Mm-hmm. In in the Gail Devers story, I tried to get them to put it in that. I tried to get them to put it in Reggie's Prayer which is another film I was in, which I enjoyed very much, working with uh, Rosie Greer. And um, Charlene Woodard was in the uh, um, uh, Gail Diva story. But we had a good time making that film. It was really great. I'm trying to get back to some filmmaking here. You know, it's not it's not the easiest thing to do, 
You got to know somebody. I have an agent, and I haven't gotten an agent yet. So I'm uh, mm-hmm. looking for an agent, and and I need to I need to order that backstage magazine. You know, there's a lot of notices about everything that's going on in auditions and things like that. And I keep saying I'm going to order the magazine, and I keep forgetting. But I'm going to have to get to it, you know, because I got to get to work. Melba, you are a joy. You're a joy. Rita Graham is on the line. This is like a triple, a trifecta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, we we, we oh, met, yeah. uh, Melba, when Melba and I met uh, in, the, in the 60s. Mm, yeah. In the late, yeah, it was, it was in the 60s. And uh, but I, I, but I, I, I had seen you when you were in Ann Arbor with that. Um, I had gone past you. You were in Ann Arbor for the Girl Scouts or something. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I had gone. I'm going down the street, and I see all of these people that all looked alike except one, and it was you. <laughs> Oh, and no, I remember I said, oh, she's so pretty. I said, she's so pretty. And then you told me years ago, you know, later after we met, that you had uh, you had been there. Yes, yes. I was at the Girl Scout, first Girl Scout Roundup. And there were 6,000 scouts from all over the country. And the trains would go through different states and pick kids up. And I was the only black girl from Texas. Wow. <laughs> but you were so beautiful. And I said, oh, boy. Look at that pretty girl over there. And then we kept, you know, we were driving. And then you told yeah. me years later you were there for the, I said, oh, I, I bet that was you I saw because sure wasn't nobody else. <laughs> yeah, there weren't many, many black kids, many black girls there, but we had a wonderful time then. I was, I really enjoyed the Girl Scouts. It, it gave mm-hmm. a lot, you know, it, it, it added a lot to my life. It was such a wonderful organization. You well, know. I got another song I want to play, and you two can talk about this one. So give me, okay. uh, I may not play all of it because it's five minutes and you got to go, but I'm going to play a yeah. little bit of it. Okay. Thank you. Tell me, uh, could you hear the music, Rita? I, 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 it hung up on me, and I, so I uh, called back, and all I heard was like maybe a couple of bars. Oh, okay, but did you hear it before you were hung up on? No, it just hung up on me. Yeah, I think I turned my mic off, and Melba had to go. So I'm going to continue this conversation with Rita Graham. <laughs> yes, Dr. Deidre J.C. <laughs> so 
Rita Graham, go ahead and tell me about how you met Melba. I was working with a um, with a, a guitar trio, and um, it was in the uh, Crenshaw area of Los Angeles. And oh, oh boy, we were so young. And that guitar player, Pete Fox, I ended up working with his band, and I ended up going to um, Hawaii with a boogie band that he was in, and uh, I ended up going to Australia with my band that I put together with him. And um, he became, uh, he's still my very good friend, and he became uh, my my children's uh, guitar teacher. He taught Sean and, and my son. And uh, he's a wonderful person and a great musician. So What's that's what we were doing. Pete Fox. And, and you met Melba with him. Yeah, and we were just hanging out that night, and we became mm-hmm. friends. And we had, uh, we always had so much fun. We were, uh, yeah, we were instant <laughs> friends, right, right there, and there. There's my friend, there's Melba. And Melba had a beautiful mm-hmm. house with, um, and she would have these holiday, uh, holiday parties with candles and fabulous food and great music, and everybody would perform and and music in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was it was oh, it was just wonderful. And I think about that so many. So many times, especially over the holidays, you know, when when we used to have those uh, those affairs. So we 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 did a lot of we did a lot of stuff. We uh, mm-hmm. we had some we had some good music too, and introduced our ki- our girls to, to to one another. They're still dear friends. Yes, and they were so cute. They used to have they used to play play dolls. And they'd be playing dolls, and then they would see each other for maybe a week or two, and then when they got back together, the game would continue where it was left where it left off. Right. <laughs> wow. they yeah, they left everything where they left it, and when they get back together, they would just pick it back up again. It's like that never happened. And they're we're still they're still friends just as we are, you know. They're still close yep, to each yep. other. Mm-hmm. All these years. Mm-hmm. Did Melba well, you tell you that she went to Viet- Did she tell you she went to Vietnam for me? <laughs> no. I went twice, and Rita said, "Well, you're going for me this time." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I went over the thing for the tooth because when I found out that the, um, this guy Johnny Grant, who was the honorary mayor of Hollywood, um, I met him someplace. I don't know where it was, but he said, "Do you like a Western movie?" I said, "Yeah." He says. Well, I'm hosting on Monday through Friday. I'm hosting a, a show where I play, play Western movies. He said, I thought you'd like it because you're from Texas. I said, you know, he's not a house from Texas. But anyway, I don't even know how he even knew me. But anyway, um, I watched the show for five days. I didn't know he was going to have people on there who were going to Vietnam to entertain during the break. So he had he had this happening when at Friday I called him and told him that I heard this I did see the show and I enjoyed the westerns. I said, but I don't I don't understand something. I said, what do you call yourself doing? He says, what do you mean? He said, I said to him, you know, you didn't have one African American, you didn't have one black person, you didn't have one Mexican on that show. 
Do you think that white people are the only people that are fighting in Vietnam? All I right. said, what do you think you do? He says, well, none of them are volunteering. I said, well, you have to go and tell them that you need them. When you have a position that you have, you have to straighten things out when you see that they're not correct, because that is not correct. You cannot continue to do this. This, you gotta, this has got to be changed. So he says, well, I got an idea. I said, what is it? He says, well, why don't you go? I said, well, maybe I will. So I went over to the USO office, and I told him I volunteered to go. And uh, Georgie Jessel was going, the, the Jewish comic, he was going over, and he said, Georgie Jessel was going over, and he's looking for uh, a black girl to go. He's taking a black girl and a white girl. He said, they said, would you be interested in going? I said, let me think about it. I thought about it for about 20 minutes, and I said, yeah, I'll go. But he was leaving before I was. Although, although my trip was booked already, he was leaving before I was. So I had to go with him first, which was good because he had a VIP status, you know, because he's a star. And uh, so when I went back, I had the same privileges that he did. I went, we went to the general's house, General uh, Abrams, who they named the Abrams Tank after later on and all that. So it was, a, it was a wonderful. I was very grateful to be able to do it because the guys really enjoyed the show. And, you know, some some things just have to be straightened out, you know? When you see mm-hmm. it's not going right, you just have to straighten and change it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, I've been to about 60 countries and be going to Tobago as soon as my friend opens the club. I don't, Rita, did you hear me say that my friend is opening up a jazz club in Tobago? No, wow. Yeah, she's opening up a club. She has a restaurant that she's had there for 30 years. She met her husband there, and uh, so they're getting ready to open it up. So she, as soon as she gets it open, I'm going to go. So I'll give her your name and all my other friends, you know, who may want to be interested in going over there. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the kind of thing. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that, that you know, I would go for just for uh, airfare and hotel tips, you know. <laughs> so yeah, you the club, yeah, we can handle that. Yeah, shoot, we can do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there because you cannot say stuff like that on my radio show. We must pay the band. That's right. Right, 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 right. And it's like I mentioned, I think I mentioned to you, um, uh, Dr. Jones, when my friend who uh, has passed now, he was... uh, a power forward, New York Knicks and the Hawks, and, and I mean, he was just a great, he's in the Hall of Fame, six foot 11, and he would say to me, Miss Graham, looking down on me, Miss Graham, they paid, they paid the dishwasher, <laughs> he said, they paid the guy that parked the car, they paid the janitor, did you get paid? <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you can't, you can't sell yourself. Getting paid is the name of this show. I'm going to change it from Melba Joyce to getting paid because that is, <laughs> you know, that's, that is my life's work, getting myself and other women musicians P-A-I-D. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah, because you know, it's like it's like we always said around here, you know, the grocery store can't take a joke, you know? No, they can't. 
and they and, and they're and and they're not they're not gonna give you any food just for exposure. <laughs> Thank you. And if I need exposure, I could go outside on the never mind, I won't do that. But anyway, <laughs> ladies, it has been my pleasure to have you. And Melba, do you still need to leave or can you stay with us until four o'clock? I wish I could. Okay. My my but ride you... is gonna be here in just a few minutes. All right. But anyway, I've enjoyed well, it so much, Doctor Joan, and I just appreciate everything you've done for the music and done for us ladies and how you look out for us all the time. We're always on your mind and we know we are. That's right. And you're always yes. you're always in my mind. I thank you so much. You've just done so much, so much, so much and dedicated this. Well, I love your enthusiasm. You motivate me. You keep me on my toes. You know, because I want (laughs) to give up a lot of times. I want to give up, but you can allow you to do it. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, (laughs) uh, Melba. Melba, she's only going to give up until she hears her intro. When she hears the introduction (laughs) to her. That's when she right. hears the introduction, and you, you're talking about a, 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 a knockdown, dragout entertainer and a fun person, Joan Cartwright. We, we had some great moments in uh, Asheville, North Carolina, and uh, we, we were at this private club. And uh, mm-hmm. Joan was, yes, yeah, somebody played Joan's intro, and next thing I know, Joan had the room rocking. <laughs> I know, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, Mel, we're going to talk soon, okay? Huh? We will be talking soon. Okay, yes, we yes. will be talking. Okay, I love dog. you, Mel, but be safe. I love you. I love you both so much, and this has been so much fun. Thanks for playing that music, Joan. Yes. I'm going to play another one, too. Okay. Okay. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And okay, I'm going to be reissuing one of my uh, CDs, and I'll let you know what it is. And I'll keep you in touch with the, That's with good. The, my friends yes, opening the, opening the, uh, the club, and, and be sure to, to include some of your ladies in it, okay? Wonderful. That sounds wonderful. Okay, okay thank you so much. Okay, sweetheart. Love you, Rita. Love you, darling. Take care. Bye for now. (laughs) Bye-bye. Rita, stay here. Okay.
And she um, she's, um, yeah, she she can really, I saw her one uh, time. We were out somewhere in Beverly Hills, and mm-hmm. she did a, she did an up-tempo version of, uh, no, no, that's not what it was. We were in, it, 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 I remember where it was. It was, where was it? And anyway, she did, um, yeah, she, what, whatever, the song that she did was Everything Must Change. That's what it was, and it was not up-tempo. But when she came back in after the, um, yeah, after the you know, interlude, she jumped the octave. Uh, up to uh, that next, you know, to the oh, it was, it was, in, it was lovely. It was just amazing. So, she's a, a great artist. Absolutely, absolutely. So your lives ran in current with each other. Oh yeah, from the time that we were, you know, just uh, barely in our twenties, um, we just, I mean, she would do. Because, uh, you know, she was featured vocalist with uh, Louis Jordan's band. She was featured vocalist with Lionel Hampton. Um, I mean, she just had a, a whole lot of stuff. So when I was off with uh, Ray Charles and and Harry James, uh, she was on the other side of the world doing pretty much the same thing. But I did a lot more uh, pop because I, I had some... Uh, some pop gigs. Mm-hmm. I went. I went to the Far East for a a, a buyer that uh, they were all, you know, nightclubs stuff. And and I had if I'd had any sense though, as I was married to a wonderful arranger, I would have the well, book of life. Let's let's play uh, a a tune from what they have of you on Spotify. Okay, so I'm gonna okay. pick it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on Spotify. A lot of stuff I on think, Spotify. Yeah, but but what I'm looking at right now is We Are Kings. It looks like it's a lot of singles that are here. And I yeah, the only only thing yeah, the only thing I have on there is um, a man like you. And then I wrote the the, the We Are Kings theme song, but everybody's singing on it. Uh, and everybody wrote their own verse. Uh, I wrote four verses, theme song to the movie. And uh, uh, Sammy suggested that everybody write a verse about what their character was in the film. So uh, the We Are Kings theme song is actually my song, but I'm only singing one verse. Oh, okay. And, well, and everybody else, yeah, and everybody else is singing their verse. Uh well, I don't want to play that then. I want to play something else. Okay. So which song are you sitting in Boston? What's that? Well, I wrote that, and it's a pop tune. It's not really – it's just a song. It's hard to explain about Boston. Well, let's listen. Let's listen. Okay. You can listen. Okay. It's been a week since I kissed you. 
Fantastic vocalist, both. No, you know. no thank you, darling. Thank you, thank well, you. Consider well, I said the same to you. What? Huh? I didn't make your voice. Don't thank me. Thank you. Well, I said the same. I said the same to you because listen, what it's about is creating that moment. That's all it's about. Yes, I like that song. That has a nice. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. 
then probably you, yeah, movie called sitting in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it sure, sure would be nice. Um, the uh, saxophone player passed uh, a couple of three years ago, and uh, we had a band. His name was Steve Hooks, and we had a band called Hooks Graham, and we put together uh, five cuts. There's one called With You in My Life that I that was the one that I I thought was really a hit record, and I wish that somebody had had uh, you know t- picked it up. But uh, and we recorded in this studio in uh, Torrance, California, that within a few years later became the center of all those uh, West Coast rappers. They recorded Snoop Dogg and all of them recorded at that studio. Uh, audio uh, Audio Achievements was the name of the thing. Yeah, well, After the time mm-hmm. changed because yeah. they weren't really sitting around waiting for somebody to pick them up. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, that And that is what our generation did. We were looking to be signed with a label, but today's musicians created their own label and they published their own music. You know. Right. And the see and the internet was 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 there at their fingertips so that they could just send out they tell me that one of those rappers and I forget which one it was, he um put out like a, a excerpt from his record and he posted 400, 500 times a day. Right. And all the all the social media and, and the next thing you know, they wanted to hear the rest of the record. And so they, you know, they all uh, swarmed on it. You know how kids are. There's something new. And they but jumped right on it. I think you and Melba do that anyway because neither one of you just sit back and let the time go by. You know, you're both aggressively looking and accepting opportunities. And so that is what will impact your earning ability, you know, way past the Social Security age. I'll put it that way, you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I sure hope so. (laughs) Well... I mean, when is your next gig? I've got the, just got one yesterday, and also I'm doing excerpts from uh, God's Trombone uh, in, uh, as soon as we're starting rehearsal on the 4th here at the Southwest Arts Center, which is a beautiful center here in the uh, Cascade area of Atlanta. Um, right. So it's being, yeah, being produced by uh, my friend Faye Adams-Taylor, and so we'll be doing excerpts from, we're not going to do all of God's trombones, but we're going to do excerpts from God's trombones. I just got that, and then I'm doing a concert at uh, Avondale Estates. That's a new amphitheater, and that's in June. And I'm feeling like things are really picking up. The pandemic just threw stuff all out of kilter, but um, we got, you know, things going, so we'll just see see how the wind blows and see how the spirit's going to move. Well, you know, Rita, I sang so many places and sang so many songs and have so many memories that 
I don't relish thinking about having to think about where am I going to work next weekend. You know, mm-hmm. I did that for 40 years. And yeah, me too. It was fun. You know, you know it's fun, you know. But the truth of the matter is I'm happy in retirement, so happy. And when they did my music last March at the Arts Garage with Roberta, you remember Roberta? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Oh, goodness. I had this sense of accomplishment because other people were singing my songs, and that really didn't happen, you know, before. (laughs) So I'm thrilled. As a matter of fact, I have two other ladies that are interested, and I forgot that I was supposed to send them my song book. But it's just been a pleasure to talk to you, as always. And Melba got on the line and did her thing, you know? Oh, yeah. She's delightful. And she still has that. A little girl's voice. It's just amazing voice. It's just, it's just wonderful. And that's uh, that's my sister. And I'm so glad to have had to uh, this moment with you, and to hear sitting in Boston because I haven't heard it for a while, and I forget some of those things are on Spotify. There's something on Spotify that's really interesting. It's really an instrumental. But if you get a chance to pull it up, it's uh, when you know when you're not doing anything. It's an instrumental. I just wrote the first four lines, and uh, four lines in in the middle, and four lines at the end. It's uh, it's called the whale's tail. We tried to sell it to Greenpeace, but they weren't interested. This is the saxophone player that I was working with for four years in uh, in Los Angeles, and then. He uh, sent for me and had me to do a couple of tours with him in Germany, which was just a, a wonderful experience. But, um, and, you know, I never know what, when things are going to show up or what the meaning is. You just have to just keep going and doing the best you can. And I'm so grateful for you, Joan, for putting that organization together, giving uh, a forum for so many magnificent musicians that I know will enhance everybody's career eventually, you know, in ways that we can't even anticipate. But that'd be fun. That'd be, that'd be nice if, you know, somewhere in the future that happens, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Is this it? The whale's tail. Yeah, that's it. Now, he did that with the horn.
Oh, thank you. And then the rest is just an instrumental, and then it it, it ends up the same way with the with that for those first three lines at the very end of it. One day I'll know the reason for the songs you sing each season. And see, he didn't know how swales really sounded, and he just did it. And then somebody gave him a record so he could hear how swales uh, really sound. And I, I was, I mean, it's 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 really a strange little record. <laughs> Very strange, but like I said, the rest is just an instrumental, so, you know. Yeah. Well, there's lots of stuff to do, you know. Yep, yep, yep. I think the show started all over again, but we're going to go. So I love you, Rita Graham, and I love love your voice. Thank you so much for making this show happen today. Okay. Well, thank you for having it, having it, and best of everything, sending love and light and blessings constantly and always. And I will see you soon and looking forward to the next time. And I'm going to have some lobster bisque. <laughs> Did you w- like it? W-I-J-S-F.com. Women yeah. in Jazz right. South Florida, Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at wijsf.com. You're listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.